Hello to you, one and all dear listeners. You're listening to one of our mini-sodes, an audible signal uh, each other week. Uh, myself, Josh Trigenza, um kind of give you the rundown of what's what's next in our main episode. Uh, but first, I kind of wanted to get into a, a few things that I've been uh, watching, uh, not on the, the silver screen, but, but on TV, and in particular, uh, Iron Fist. Uh, that's probably the, the big one. And wow, if I can say one thing to you is don't watch this. It's not good. Um, here on the podcast, we talk a lot about societal issues um, and how the uh, the medium that of of film uh, kind of influences it and is influenced by societal issues. And you know, in the grand scheme of things of of Marvel, they had of the the Netflix Marvel series. There was Daredevil, so that's a uh, that is a disabled person that they're doing. Then they've got a uh, Jessica Jones, uh, so a female-led thing about PTSD, and and not to mention a hell of a lot of uh, consent issues. Um, and and Luke Cage was uh, very racial. Um, you know, had a lot to do with that. Um, the fact that you know in it came out in a year where that many black men had been shot and killed by police, that a bulletproof black man was something that, that was needed in the world. And yet, uh, come 2017, uh, the year of Trump, I guess it's fitting that, you know, Iron Fist is a, is a culturally appropriating white billionaire with anger issues. And it's that's so disappointing because this is the last one before Defenders happens. And if he's the last Defender, I just don't give a flying fuck. He is it. Finn Jones is a boring, boring character. You know, when I, you know, I don't read the Iron Fist uh, comics. The only time that I have read anything to do with uh, Danny Rand has been in the Heroes for Hire um, comic book series, which stars both Danny Rand and Luke Cage. So, and they kind of, it's kind of the, uh, you know, a a Riggs and Murtaugh sort of lethal weapon sort of partnership um, with Danny being the the idealistic, uh, chauvinistic, uh, looking for another word ending in istic, uh, but he's the he's the happy-go-lucky sort of. I'm the most powerful thing in the world. You know, I'm a living weapon, but that doesn't mean that I can't have fun um, and protect my friends and and family. Uh, whereas uh, Luke Cage played the straight man uh, in that, but um, yeah, just very, very disappointing. They could have done some some interesting things, you know, the um, with what they got. I mean, there's going to always be the issue of the uh, the white savior trope um, that came in with that. Um, you could have not had every other sort of character that 
that was there, like out of Kunlun, Kunland, uh, being either of Asian or um, or Middle Eastern descent, I I think, or at least native to uh, Kunlun. Um, I think that's though Doctor Strange was one of the ones that also did it. Um, by having a diverse cast um, of of a woman being the being the ancient one of uh, Chuitelaja for being uh, Mordo, uh, I think that did really help. Kind of stop us thinking that you know Doctor Strange was was coming in and he was taking this 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 force that was intended uh, for the you know the the mystical. Uh, the far more mystical Himalayan sort of thing, and they both came from the same sort of area. Um, was it Num Parat, or am I thinking of DC? No, I'm thinking of DC and, and Dead Man. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so it just they just had such a misstep. But I guess that really does, you know, if you look at this is a this is a time where we've we've taken a step back on the uh, societal karmic <laughs> scale that Donald Trump is now in the seat of power. He's and he's a whiny man-child with anger issues that just can't shut the fuck up. So, yeah, I guess that's... Oh, there's, there's a lot of problems with Iron Fist, and I, and I didn't quite like it. Um... And it's it is saddening that that Marvel's now had uh, a blemish on on a pretty good track record, um, yeah. And of of course it's the white guy that that brings it all down. Another thing I was I've been watching I've I've watched the first of two uh, Dave Chappelle um, stand up. Now last time I. Uh, was you know watching, watching and listening to a lot of Dave Chappelle stuff, was you know over ten years ago, you know, and so much of the world has changed and 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 I've changed. I mean, shit, I British, I was a virgin when I was watching Dave Chappelle, you know, the, the Chappelle Show, um, and now that's uh, that's really not not the case. It's so so very much as has changed and it was very interesting to have uh to be able to to watch his his comedy uh and to see how it has evolved um over those those uh plus 10 years but also um how much the his his brand of humor does uh sit with me at times um well done like well done, and I'm and I'm glad that he is back. Um, but I think it was quite interesting that he was. I mean, he he took it. He took on those issues. He had good fun, and yeah, it's. I'm. I guess I'm still working, working through how I truly feel about it. But I think I think. Above all, I think it's a. I think it was a, a solid uh, hour of comedy. Um, 
with only a few times of me going, oh, that's, uh, I'm not sure about that one. But that's comedy for you. Uh, but yeah, on to the, the main part of, of this mini-sode is, is letting you guys know what we're, uh, what we'll be uh, reviewing and, and discussing next. So we're going to be doing the, the film A Cure for Wellness. In fact, we just saw the film as of uh, the recording. So, Cure for Wellness is a is a horror to the point of of, of a little gory uh, and and very fantastical. It's so the uh, so director is uh, is Gorvabinsky. Uh You'll know his work from the Pirates of the Caribbean series. Uh, he also did the Lone Ranger, Rango, The Ring. Uh, so. This is, I mean, really, it's been, The Lone Ranger was the last time in 2013 that he, he had a film, and he's he's kind of been able to, to let loose and, and let go and, and, and really get into it. So uh, Dana Hahn is in it, uh, Jason Isaacs is in it, and uh, Mia Goth is in it. So it's... Yeah, this is kind of a, a psychological thriller, uh, slight amounts of uh, gorish fantasy in it as well. Um, yeah, it's got to do with a, you know, Dane uh, DeHaan's uh, character going to retrieve uh, his company CEO. And uh, he goes into this uh, this treatment area, this this hospital. Uh, well, I guess it's a wellness center. So, uh, and he so he goes to to retrieve his his boss basically, and um, issues ensue. It was <laughs> yeah. There's a, I think there's a there's a there's a fair amount to 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 get into. If you're a fan of of that sort of horror, there isn't like blood gore, but there is a yeah a fantastical sort of gore to it. Which, if that's your thing, then that's your thing, and I urge you to to go see it. Uh, this is one that's still in the in the cinemas, uh, at least for our Australian listeners. Uh, in America, it may have already come and gone uh, at. When it comes to Oscar times, we do get uh, here in Australia. We do get kind of a, the fuck around with um, with the release dates of of films. Uh, take for instance, uh, I think Get Out has been has been and is is in it. Uh, you know, is is out in many places. We just haven't got it. Um, you know, we're going to have to see it via advanced screenings, uh, and not by the the normal cinematic uh, release. Uh, so yeah, uh, Cure for Wellness is the the next one that we're doing. Uh, we'll be posting up as the same time as posting up uh, this this minisode. We posting up the trailer for Cure for Wellness. So uh, go along to see the film. And you can then join us 
as we discuss it, um, and a lot of um, yeah, the the issues that are, that are within it are you know mental health, the cure for um, a lot of uh, stress and strains of our capitalistic sort of areas, but also getting into the actors as well that are within it. Um, these are all kind of things that we're sort of playing around with. Um, so it should be an interesting one. I'm uh, I'm looking forward to us getting further into it. Um, and with that, that's the that's a wrap for this mini-sode. They're nice, short, brief um, little snippets uh, of just us checking in. Um, if you want to uh, discuss anything with us, uh, feel free to do so via our Facebook page. Uh, they came from the silver screen. Or you can email us at they came from the silver screen, all one word, at gmail.com. Uh, we all, I, I will personally read out any and all of your uh, messages. And uh, and while you're in the writing mood, go over to iTunes and leave us a review. Five stars is preferable. Um, as we've said, this gets us out to more and more listeners. Uh, this is a really important thing for smaller uh, podcasts in order to, to help us grow and unfortunately we just don't have uh, uh, a large enough reach without the support of our listeners so if you could uh, leave us a review and and tell a friend about about the podcast and and get them into it it would be greatly appreciated by yours truly and Damien and with that, uh, yeah, you can go see, uh, you can listen to all of our um, other podcast episodes uh, at our website from thesilverscreen.com. Our latest one was the Oscars debrief. Uh, very interested to hear um, your your thoughts of how we um, tackled a lot of those issues, particularly the Casey Athlete one. Um, I would... Yeah, I would, I would very much like to hear uh, differing opinions of that because um, it is a, is a hotly contested thing. And if I'm doing wrong, I would like to know about it and, and to be able to, to change the ways and, and view more of the world. So yeah, before I ramble on any more, that's, uh, that's this mini-sode. Uh, thank you all for listening. And next week, we'll have uh, myself and Damien back on the mics talking about a cure for wellness. Until then.